play, you piece of shit. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. Oh, this is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessler. How's it going anyways, Kyle? I hope that wasn't as bad for you as it was for me. Whatever, man. We're driving we got a roadcast. down the 101, and I had to play it from my fucking phone. And we're, that's doing, we're doing God's journey for you guys. Yeah, man. We're on the fucking road, like Jack Kerouac. We just visited Big Sur. Now we're heading down the 101. To uh, Napomo to see my sister. How, uh, Kyle? Yeah. How much fun have we had in five days? Honestly, killing it. Campsites have been 50 50. (laughs) First one, beautiful on the river, cold plunge in the morning. Boss. Okanagan. The Okanagan National Park, not Okanagan. It's a different place. But it sounded, it felt like home. Yeah. Mosquitoes were the size of fucking pelicans and they were sucking. Mass amounts of blood out of my legs. Oh, dude, you're that you're on, huh? Pelicans are big birds. Yeah. I, what do you want, Kyle? Nothing. <laughs> then we, what? Uh, I don't know if this is this is my experience in the United States so far. Every place is a shithole. Every place I've been to is a fucking shithole. Not Portland. Portland. Portland, <laughs> Portland was, was real nice. Honestly, I loved how everyone there is gay. It was a bit weird. Everyone there is some kind of gay. They're all different kinds of gay, and there's names for all of them. <laughs> uh, I got chirped on stage by a four foot nine leprechaun white guy with dreads <laughs> who apparently is black because he made it known on stage that white people are the only people what? that have to go. Th- if you're white, yeah. you have to go thrifting. What do you say? If you're white and you have to go thrifting, it was yeah. pretty funny. Black people are coming up. Because you're getting my clothes. And I was like, dude, I don't think we're the same size. <laughs> he was tiny. Uh, the guy that put us on, it was fucking cool. His name was High Jinx. And his wife's name was like Wild Child or Wildfire or something. It's pretty fun. Did a mic for all comics. Then we did another mic for all comics. Then we did a third mic. For Three all mics comics. for all comics. And honestly, fucking killed it. Yeah. For all comic shows, fucking killed it. Portland is the place to do open mics. And then uh, we made our way down to... Yeah, if you like an open mic with no audience, beautiful. Oh, where did we sleep that night, Kyle? Oh, my God. We couldn't find any campsite. Okay, Kyle, like he claimed before the trip, actually has done all the work and got this sweet app that has, like, campsites. It has, like, legitimate campgrounds where you can camp, but we are poor. So it also has, like... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, campgrounds. Like, you will probably won't get kicked out of here. And then if you're on BLM land, Black Lives Matter land, you can camp for free. Yeah. Like Crown land, but... It's called BLM. The Canadian government doesn't care about black lives, so they don't call it that. And the Crown land, I, it's not the king's land. It's Justin Trudeau's land. Yeah, he thinks he's a king. Counts. And so, yeah, we tried to go to this park, and it was like it cost money, so we, like... <laughs> Parked beside this place that said no parking and camped on a dirt road and I put my sleeping bag right over the rut in the road and that felt <laughs> real good and then there was coyotes howling like 
10 oh, feet like, away. At my ear, it felt like. There was little animals. Two of them at two separate times ran up my tent there. <laughs> I got no fucking sleep. I slept for a couple hours at a time. I've seen multiple bear. At the first place, when we were packing up our tent, there was a deer walking towards us through the forest. And I thought it was a bear. And I legit kind of freaked out. I was like, Kyle, it's a bear. Then you went, Kyle, grab the food. <laughs> grab the food. <laughs> it, there's bears. I'm like, where? He's like, right there. That's a deer. That's a deer. Or Looks an elk. <laughs> Actually, no. It's too small to be an elk. Yeah, it was just a tiny little deer. I was convinced there was bears around. I saw a bear paw by the creek, and I was like, we're going to get eaten alive here. Uh, so, yeah, that place sucked. But then the next night, we found this fucking amazing place. This lake up in the mountains after, like, this harrowing, windy road with a cliff on the edge. We've been driving by cliffs pretty much this whole trip. Yeah. And then uh, we camped there. We actually paid to camp. Met a nice man named Doug. And <laughs> no one. We're walking. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with. I don't know if this is an American thing. I really don't. It is. But Doug was Doug was happy as shit to talk to us. So happy, in fact, that I kind of assume that no one talks to this guy. <laughs> and it's an open campground where everyone can see each other and walk around and. You know, and he just sits there saying hi to everybody, and he couldn't fucking believe we came up and said hi. He told us his tents, his five stories that he knows <laughs> for 10 minutes, right? And then we left, and it was great. Well, I was saying hi to everybody, and I was getting a lot of just people just ignoring me. Just well, no, two separate times in a row, you went, good evening, with a like nice a southern gentleman. Gregarious smile, like a northern gentleman. <laughs> and then he got no response, and you're like, they must not have heard me. That's what I. <laughs> they must not have heard me. No other explanation. And then Kyle's I was like, like, they might have been able to hear you. Kyle's like, try it again. And I was like, good evening. Louder to the next. She made direct eye, looked over, made direct eye contact, said absolutely kept fucking walking. nothing. Fucking bitch, man. Fucking Americans, dude. Well, they, they over. You guys oversell your uh, your big cities. I we haven't been. I haven't been to them all. I've only been so far into blue states. And I'll tell you right now, I'm voting for Trump. I don't even live here. And I'm voting for Trump. Blue states suck ass. They're all shitholes. Dude, we went to Sacramento. Elaborate. And I was like, I've heard of Sacramento. I've heard nice things. I've heard it's a beautiful place. I can't wait to see what Sacramento's like. So I look up. what the, I'm trying to find things to do in Sacramento. We plan on staying there for the night. I can't find much of anything. And there's no campgrounds around. You found a mermaid so like, bar from six years ago. From si Yeah, that seemed cool. A mermaid bar where there's like... They they push poor sluts down in the water in underwear <laughs> and you get a look at them. <laughs> Pretty neat. And then we fucking... I find... I'm like, this is... I find a post... We've been, I've been looking on the subreddits. That's been a, that's been a part of our strategy. It hasn't worked at all. But... We did literally no planning. So, like, as we're driving, we're trying to get service, and Kyle's like, what do you, what do you think about a beach party? There's, like, a beach party. It's Memorial not, Day weekend. Not a beach party, but it's the ha local hangout. And I was like, we can go there to the beach, have a drink, and talk to people and ask them what the fuck is up. Like, where's a fun place to camp? Is there anything going on? Group events this weekend. Go ahead. That wasn't me. What do you mean? Oh, what? oh, we get down there. They wanted to tell the story. No. So oh. we, get, we get down there, and there is, I would say, six feet of shitty beach. 
no, separated no, no, by trees along a river. Hang on. There's a parking lot where you walk down a steep embankment yeah. and then up a steep embankment and then a very not nice slope. Like people are like, there's like, yeah, six feet of sand. Like but the dirty, muddy sand, but you know, because the there's trees around it you everywhere. It was, you were falling into the river the whole time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're six feet away, literally. <laughs> And there was four groups of people, and that was the entire beach. I was like, this fucking sucks. And as we were leaving, the uh, local newscaster was there with a cameraman, and Kyle was freaking out. He's like, this just confirms that this is the only thing to do here. This is their big thing. <laughs> this is their big fucking thing, and it's the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Hey, let's go to the beach on Memorial Day. They're like, they're filming the big party that's happened. Table full of Mexicans. They looked like they were having the best time. If I was staying there, we were hanging out with them. And then two groups of, like, couples, and that was it. Yeah. The whole fucking thing. It, yeah, and the, Brutal. The, Sacramento's a shithole. Okay. Well, it was fine. It wasn't fine. It was we a drove fucking shithole. We pushed through. They pushed us out of it, and it's the best thing Sacramento ever did was push us away. So we You push us... Yeah, go ahead. Well, we pushed through... And then we so that we were planning on camping there, so that was like seven at night, and then we drove another three hours. And Kyle's trying to find camp spots on like the Pacific Coast Highway, which is like a cliff next to the ocean. Well, it's I didn't like know. So I'm looking blind, <laughs> essentially, and there's no. What we've been doing is we've been staying in national forest, around national parks. Black Lives Matterland. Black Lives Matterland, BLM, for short. And uh, I don't even know what it actually stands for. Uh, something land management. Blo black bylaw land management. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it's government-run forestries, run by black people for black people. So now it's pitch pitch dark. We're cruising up this. We're going up to a cliff because it was the only fucking thing that said it was open on this map. So I was like, let's let's give it a shot, and we get there, and <laughs> not only had it been blocked off for people to drive across it. The winds were going about 80 miles an hour. The wind just howls. On the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And we thought about it. It was freezing cold. We were like, are we in California? Like, what the fuck? Also, I didn't bring any cold clothes. Yep. I came from 30 degree weather in Kelowna. I assume the farther I went south, the warmer it would stay. It w it's been cold. It's been fucking brutal. It's cloudy right now. It rained yesterday. It's fucking cold. So, <laughs> so far, California can suck my dick. I'm saying that. Well, we went. Okay, so we didn't. We we we, we couldn't camp there because the wind was just howling. So we found this fucking sketchy ass road again, and then it was closed. This one's better though. And there was like a sprinter van there. Kyle was like, "This is probably like. Do you think anybody just puts fucking markers on this app to just like murder them?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Maybe." And we just pulled over on the side of the road and camped in the fucking dirt. And then it rained on us all night. It wasn't too bad though. I got a it was, it was better it. than the other place with the ruts in the road. But then today, we got to go to Big Sur. I was so stoked to go to Big Sur because I wanted to go see Jack we Kerouac. We walked in, uh, in his tracks. We went, I All the to way see up his, to his cabin. His cabin. I, I'm going to say we saw his cabin. We saw a cabin. It's probably the cabin. <laughs> and Big Sur is... Okay, when we were driving there, it's 
uh, it was kind of just like barren fucking hills with like small shrubs and like the ocean. And it's like entering Big Sur. And in my mind, because I read the book, he's talking about redwoods and big trees and rivers. And I was like, oh, this looks awesome. And then we got the first part of Big Sur was just like shrubberies and hills. And I was like, oh, man, I was so disappointed. And then but we finally we found the place and there was giant redwoods. We walked up to a waterfall. We walked across a smash. We walked across a broken bridge. And then. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened was half the trail is closed. It goes in a loop and it closes halfway up because a giant redwood smashed a bridge. The guy that I huge fucking 400 foot tall fucking tree. Yeah. Smashed a bridge. So the guy tells me this. But then he says, if you keep going around, you can see it. Just go. Yeah. So we get up to the completely wood block nailed wood across the fucking path blocked off but i was like this guy told me i can go up to it so for sure we're fine up to that point we get there and the bridge is collapsed but only slightly lower than it would be normally well yeah the steel girder was damaged but uh we would clear we walked across no problem didn't we Kyle? no biggie dude best part of the whole thing no one there it was cool i was very excited to do that then we went to a little bookstore. You know what the weirdest thing about Big Sur is I found? What's that? That I noticed? I thought it smelled like old growth redwood. What do you what does what does that but smell like smel- to you? But it smelled like curry. No. It, it smelled like <laughs> the forest. You didn't get that? I got it, Kyle. No, I mean you didn't smell that? No, I didn't smell it. Cause you think it's gonna like smell like dead, decaying vegetation. But it smells like there curry. There was a lot of Indians there and they did not smell like curry. <laughs> what? I didn't even notice that. Oh, thank God. So then we went to this bookstore, which was cool. They had There a was f- a shocking amount of people from India. It was actually. That's a fucking big, sir. Crazy. Is it a, is the population of California have a lot of Indians in it, or is it just no. the... Uh, like, well, I've, not, I've been here a bunch of times, and there's like, you know, less than in Kelowna, I would say. Maybe this was a church event. Yeah, it was packed. You know? It was packed. And then we went to a bookstore where there was a cross made out of computers. I got a book. And then we drove down the highway to go to my sister's place. And we drove, how far, Kyle? 16 miles. Bunch in the wrong direction. A nice hour and a half detour. And then they closed the highway. And Kyle was so fucking mad. Because we had to go back. It was supposed to be like a one and a half hour drive. and then We were 30 minutes away if this road wasn't closed. And we, it was a three and a half hour drive from there. <laughs> we're still doing it, in fact. We were going to do this podcast when we got there, but now we're not going <laughs> to We have don't have time. enough time. So you get a roadcast. We haven't had enough time every single day. So you get a roadcast. We're going to keep doing the roadcasts. Do you guys like the play-by-play? This is this is a great pod, right? And then we did this. That's it's how like, it fucking goes. It's like how a fucking people want to hear about our it's trip. It's like how pal. a child tells a story. And then and then I did this. In how the fucking order that it happened. And then I did that. And then I did that. Okay, and Kyle fucking spazzes out, right? I finger-painted. Kyle fucking spazzes out about the road being closed. Fuck Google, fucking moron. We didn't have service is the problem. They fucked me twice. Okay, and then as soon as we got Google, Google did say the road was closed. So Kyle's spazzing. No, what pissed me off is that I was like, you don't have one fucking sign saying the road is closed? But we didn't see it because we turned right before it. To go to the bookstore. fucking bookstore, and then we missed it when we pulled out. We drove right past it. So well, who was driving? We literally skipped the who whole was, goddamn. Who was time. driving, Kyle? You were driving. The dri- it's on the driver to see that shit. God had God had his hands on the wheel <laughs> that time. So Kyle's fucking losing his mind. He's like, "Well, fuck. We'll pull over. We'll get the equipment out, and then 
He goes to the back, opens his bag. Fuck! Fuck! Those fucking cunts at the border stole my shit! They took my SD cards. Starts losing his mind. And They're uh, trying to find what kind of porn I was into. Kyle's so mad. They liked it so much they kept it. And you I know was, what happened? They fucking took the SD cards, right? And they fucking downloaded all the pods on it. Right? Because they're big fans. They yeah. wanted to get a sneak preview. Yeah, what's up, Border That's Guards? What yeah, well, welcome to the Bible Beater podcast. Welcome to the Unfaithful. And then? <clears throat> then I found them in the car. So I guess hey, they, I guess what happened was. Hang on. No, no, Before I guess, you found no, them no, in the I car. I guess what happened was they took them out of the bag, downloaded all the information off it, and then forgot where it was and put it back in the center console of my car. Kyle's cursing up and down the fucking highway so angry. He can well, they fucked me twice. <laughs> I got fucked by the goddamn sign. And then I got fucked by the border. That's getting fucked twice. They fucked me twice. Okay. Fuck me once? <laughs> Fine. I'm into that. Fuck me twice? The second time. In my like, own goddamn car? You're already fucking, you know, stretched out. It's fine. So, the second time is probably the better time. No. For both parties. It's not as magical. It lasts longer. Yeah. And then uh, he finds, he's like, oh yeah, I put him in the console. So, now we're on the highway. And, uh... I don't know. Let us uh, email us if you think this is a good idea or hit us up on Instagram or whatever. Uh, we might start calling every billboard that's Christian that we see. Oh, we're de- definitely doing that. And make a mini pod on the road. We, I guess we just will do it. And we'll throw those up on the Patreon. Yeah, if you if you want to hear more we're, about our trip. We're, we're going to make a bunch of mini, some mini content to throw on the Patreon instead of long form shit. It'll mostly be road yeah. trips describing what the <clears throat> fuck we did the night before. If, if it's interesting. And yeah. You know what's interesting? Um, the ghosts. We've been having like a comedy battle, and you were saying before that you were you were gonna bury me on this trip. Uh, oh, who's funnier? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you were you had fantasized about putting me under the ground, dude, sending me to Jesus early. You're gonna you're gonna talk about the three Portland mics where there was nobody at any of them, and you're gonna take. Cause just because one guy laughed for Kyle and nobody laughed for me, Kyle's claiming victory I mean, here. The, whole, the whole room laughed for me, dude. <laughs> the whole room laughed for me. All right, Kyle is the greatest comedian in this car. I I'm, j- I'm just saying, the first show. We'll see. H- hardest crush. So Kyle, we'll see. Hardest crush of the show, though. We'll see. You can, you can admit that, at least. I will admit that. It was definitely the best set of the night. Um... I don't think you can pull. I'm just, I'm just saying, game on, dude. This comedy battle, we're on the road. We're gonna have a comedy battle. Okay. Everything's I, a competition, dude. Life's a competition. Chess is a competition. I beat you at that. This is comedy club, and I'm three and zero, just like chess club, <laughs> five and zero. That's a, that's a two club streak right there. What are you talking about? I beat you at the fucking Hyatt Park. It's not chess club. Yeah. Okay. So I don't count the last game we played. I only you are the majors, loser of. No, nah, dude. I only count majors. Majors? Majors. Chess I don't even, even try. Chess club majors. Dude, I had a margarita in my hand. That doesn't even, that doesn't even count in my head. As did I. Yeah, but you live your life drunk, so you can more adapt. You've played more drunk chess than me. I've played almost zero drunk chess. You know what I mean? Okay. You've played tons of... So you have like a drunk... You, you've developed some synapses, some pathways in your brain. That only turn on when I'm drunk? That only turn on when you're drunk, yeah. Like, oh, you know how... I got to get those checked, man. They're <laughs> fucking me over. Like, you know how some people, like, in the movies, they, like, have to get drunk to recall what they did? Uh, you you have to get drunk to beat me at chess. 
That is an interesting idea that you can only remember shit that you're when you're blackout if you're blackout again. I don't believe it to be true, but it is a good move. I'm gonna try to. Yeah. I'm gonna examine that premise because oh, yeah? I, dude. You know what I used to think? This is one of the dumbest ideas that ever came into my head. Uh, when I'm really drunk, I sometimes still do. I used to way more, but <laughs> my stupid drunk brain goes. I wonder if you're going to remember this tomorrow. You should do something outrageous. <laughs> right. You and if you this. remember it, then you're not blackout. And most of the time I don't remember, and sometimes I do remember. And every time I regret it. What? Give me, give me the highlights of uh, the outrageous shit you've contemplated doing and not done or Dick guitar, Munins. Oh, that was a conscious thought? I thought you were vibing in the moment. Yeah, I was playing to... Uh, Crone and Josh. I yeah. can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but it's mostly just like, like it's mostly like I should call this chick a cunt or like see that's kind of what I thought it was. Dump, a, dump beer a beer on somebody, on myself or somebody else. Okay. Uh, it was what I thought it would be, like saying something to somebody. Yeah, it's it's usually like yeah, say yeah. something, say something fucking really <laughs> say mean, something fucked up, <laughs> ruin a friendship, and then you'll know if you're blackout, because that's an experiment that needs to be had. You have to know if you're blackout. Oh, oh, by the way, I mean, this is a philosophical question. Mm -hmm. Does being blackout absolve you of your sins? Like, if is that a legitimate excuse? I was blackout drunk. Uh, 10%. 10. 10%. 10%. I mean, obviously, if you murder somebody. I'm saying 10% buffer. You're going to jail. It depends on pattern. Okay, but let, let's let's yeah. tone it down all the way only to speech things, where you just say something super mean or super fucked up. Yeah. Because I think it just... Like, if all you did was say some bad things? Yeah, but if you're blackout all the time, uh, now you're just saying mean things all the time to your friends. I'm not blackout. I haven't been blackout drunk. I, didn't, I didn't say you. Uh, well, I I'm just saying this hypothetical. I felt if, attacked. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, do, do you think you, you're saying if you say fucked up shit when you're blackout, it doesn't count? No, no, no. I think it does count. Here's a, uh, but some people like, you know, hey, I, I baby, baby, don't leave. I was drunk when I said that. Well, that's the experiment. I Say it to your girlfriend and see how it goes in the morning, and that's your barometer. Well, right she'll there. be, no, she'll be super mad. But they often accept that excuse. Well, it also isn't entirely you. Like, a completely unfiltered thoughts are not who you are as a person. Oftentimes, it's not unfiltered thoughts. It's on purpose the worst thing I can think. Yeah, that too. So also, also, it just comes drunk? from like the hate in my chest that I suppress when I'm sober. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm blackout, I'm like, you know what? I should really just be super mean to my close friends and family, which is not a good quality. Uh, oh, we got our answer to uh, the summer long drinks at McDonald's. They're, they've upped it. Dollar twenty nine, any size. Yeah, that's it. Brutal. And that, that's 40% more. Kyle's so mad at the prices of everything. Fucking the Canadian dollars also <laughs> shit right now. I lost. It cost me forty percent, fourteen hundred bucks to take out a grand. I mean, this trip is getting expensive. Yes. But we're doing it for you guys for the content. <laughs> no, we're not. We're doing it for the content for the Bible beaters. <laughs> you, guys on saying, you guys, you guys have to fucking hit the. I got a sweet credit card, because uh, I have bad Caleb, credit. Caleb's been. <laughs> As much as of a liability as everyone would think, but just in different no ways. No way. 
<laughs> no, it's been great. My credit card only it's works been, at like half the your places. Your fake credit card doesn't work anywhere. <laughs> it is shocking. Kyle's so mad when he has to it's pay. It's crazy, dude. I have to stand around him like his dad every every register in case his card doesn't work. It's Thank you for doing that. We're fixing it. We're almost at my mom's place. Then my mom can help me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I got to hand them off. All right, Kyle. One to another. Do you remember what we read about last week on the podcast? Oh, how about this, though? What? How about this accident we stumbled upon? We're fucking... We realized we're on the fucking. way down... We're fucking... Obviously, you guys knew that. Why do you think we're on the road in the woods together, Jack Kerouac? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Jack, I'm Jack Kerouac. He's Burroughs. Yeah, and I'm plowing I'm plowing that ass. No, Burroughs is the bottom. Ah, why is his name Burroughs? Then he burrows his dick Because <laughs> you ass. got burrowed, I'm dude. I'm by dick in your ass. You're Jack Kerouac. You're whacking off to it and loving it. You're Jack Kerouac whacking off to me burrowing my dick in your ass. Okay. What? Well, we stu- I stumbled upon him like, we're going to Vegas. Oh, this is amazing. We, we might. We're passing through Vegas. We might be able to see. We're not going to be able to see it because we can't afford to go to a game. But we will be in Vegas, or we could be, for a Stanley Cup final game. Do you know what we should try to do? We should try what? to sneak in. I've snuck in into a lot of places. Okay. If what's we your, find your... any lapses in security. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your moves? Uh, there's bribes, but we're trying not to spend any money. Yeah. Most of the time, you just look for somebody that's not really paying attention. <laughs> you wait till like, it's halfway through the first period. Yeah. And things are, like, died down. And I mostly you just go in, like, maintenance doors. You just try fucking... Jump the fence, run and run into the crowd. Those are like tried and true strategies. That's harder to do at a uh, walled arena. At at Lamb of God, I walked in where like they were putting all the equipment, and I just asked some chick like, uh, "Where do we, where do I go to like uh, for the sound stage or whatever?" I don't. I said I had something better than that, but what I just I I asked, and she's like, "Oh, right over there." I started walking. This guy was like, "Hey." Hey! And then I ran away from him. He tackled me down. Oh, you got caught. Yeah, I, I got caught. But I've got So that's things. not how to do it. Well, I'm just saying. Like, a, I was in the stadium. Yeah. Like, you can get into places. It probably will be harder. It probably will be harder, and we probably won't get in, but we should try. That will be fucking so fun. Like, all they're going to do is kick us out. Yeah, nothing happens. It's Vegas. Yeah. They're not going to arrest you for anything. But the street party's going to be sick. It will be sick. I've always been a Florida Panthers fan, Bobby Lou. What uh there's a guy that is his thing was he snuck into every single Super Bowl. Jimmy Jump. You know him? He didn't sneak into the Super Bowl. He's he fucking or okay, hang on, maybe we're thinking of different guys. I'm talking about the guy that fucking touched the World Cup and the NFL tro- Vince Lombardi trophy. Different guy possibly. Okay. But this guy was like a, a serial pitch invader, a streaker, but he didn't streak. He, like, ran onto the field. Oh, okay. That's who I thought you were talking and about. And he, like, touched the trophies after they won? Before or when they were, like, displaying them. Sometimes after they won. The World, uh, the European Cup, he, like, got pictures with the team and shit. He, like, had a jersey on. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I know what guy you're talking about now. Yeah, he had the same color jersey and snuck in the fucking team photo. Yeah, he's in the and, team. And, like, made it into the paper and shit. Guy's That's a awesome. Legend. But there's a different guy that sneaks into every game and, like, I don't know if he writes about it or blogs about it after, but he sneaks into every fucking Super Bowl and they know he's going to be there. 
So they they they're looking for him, and he keeps on getting away with it. How about this, Kyle? We get high vis vests and a ladder, and we just fucking walk through. I've seen people do this on YouTube. Me too. A ladder, though. Okay. Or what? What's your idea? No, that's pretty good. High vis is a good idea. That's the kind of shit this guy was doing, by the way. He's putting on some kind of authoritative vest and just walking right through. And then, like, nodding and not saying anything to people. You know, you just walk through like you got somewhere to yeah, be. Yeah, with purpose. Yeah, like you're late. Yeah. Like you're fucking late. I think it'll work. I think we're going to get in. And then, where, then where do you go? Do you go to, like, try to find a bar area? You, you know, just, some of them have, like, a... You go to, like, the nosebleeds. You go... I mean, there's going to be no it's empty gonna be seats. It's going to be sold out. Yeah, that's, my, that's my point. Yeah, so we're going to be watching from, like, the hallway. You might get busted doing that. Okay, well, then we have to go to the bar area. But I'll, I don't know if this is true, but a lot of those rinks have a bar area that overlooks. What if we just start knocking on doors of private boxes and just... I, I'm, I'm, spitting, I'm, I'm, so I'm coming up with ideas as we go. <laughs> and Could you imagine going into, like... It's either a business-run box where everyone doesn't know each other. Yeah. Or some people know each other, some people don't. That would work. Hey, we got sent here to change the bulbs. We're here to change the bulbs. <laughs> uh, you guys hired two guys to party? <laughs> from Canada? You guys hired the party guys from Canada? The party boys? <laughs> yeah. You guys hired you, the Bash Brothers of comedy? I heard you guys ordered the party boys. Did you guys order some stand-up comedy in this booth? For, uh, <laughs> we can give you five minutes apiece. Stand-up comedy. During the intermission. intermission. Yeah. Stand-up comedy for drinks. It's a program. I think we're getting in. Dude, uh, it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. It is pretty sick. We just don't know where the hell we're going to stay in Vegas is an issue but we could even uh we'll figure it out maybe use that airbnb in vegas instead of uh, los angeles that might be an idea okay we'll, we'll figure that out as we go do you remember what we read about last week Kyle? i don't really remember we I'm read sure about you don't either i i totally remember because i wouldn't listen to myself slurring oh okay and it was about hezekiah's pride success and death hezekiah finally died and now his uh, his son, Massanea, is going to succeed him as king. He's going to succeed? Well, he doesn't succeed at Fuck. all. Okay. <laughs> but that's for how the, the Bible... Of, for the sins of his father? That's how the him. Bible puts it. So Massanea, king of Judah. This is Second Chronicles chapter 33. Massanea was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. Twelve years old, 55-year reign of evil. <laughs> God did nothing. Yeah. I was born in... He rebuilt... He, yeah. Nothing. He rebuilt. him. <laughs> he rebuilt the high places his father, Hezekiah, had demolished. He oh, also... like, you made God hate you over time. I was born into the hate. Well, that's true that Hezekiah, at the very end of his life, pridefully rejected God's miracles. God, he's like, I'm ill. God save me. So God performs miracles. He's like, fuck that. And Unspecified then, miracles. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't say miracle exactly. Yes, it does. The Lord answered him and gave him a miraculous sign. Okay, so a miraculous sign means miracle. Yeah. Okay. Because to me, a miracle was a feat of like uh, something impacting re human humans' reality, like... Curing someone's leprosy or the fish or the wine or the bread and all well, that crap. Well, if, you, if you're one of those dipshits who goes to church on Sunday, a miraculous sign can be something like uh, they exhumed this nun 
and God knows why, but her she hadn't decayed, and that's a huge miracle. Because they haven't heard of embalming. She's though. That's the miracle. She wasn't embalmed. How do she they was know? just buried in a wood coffin. Kyle, you're already asking too many questions. Oh, okay, my bad. Fucking I, listen not, to I'm the not miracle. Playing by church. I'll play by church. The, I read this on uh, the Catholic subreddit just this week. A nun was exhumed. She had died five years ago, and she hadn't rotted or showed any signs of uh, decay, and that's a miracle. Isn't that the most dumbest thing you've ever heard? Hey, God, rise her from the dead. Imagine a corpse not rotting, and you're like, wow, praise the Lord, this corpse didn't rot. Now, what do we do with it now? I guess it's on display, apparently. I guess it's like, thank God I can get one in there. I thought this was going to be gross. (laughs) Praise God, I it's thought this was going to be grosser than I thought. <laughs> it's a miracle. It actually doesn't even smell that bad. Actually, my last girlfriend smelled worse, <laughs> believe it or not. This one, not too bad. That's a miracle. Thank you, God. All right, here's another example of a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know how I was going to make my car payments, and then uh, I got a $200 rebate back from my insurance that was totally unexpected. It's a miracle. Oh, God damn. Pray, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know how many of those miracles I've had to suffer through every Sunday? <laughs> What's the most impressive one? The most impressive if it, miracle if it were is tr- if it were true. risen from the dead. They, and, and they've claimed to see that? Many times. They, by, Mike Bickle told us he's seen people raised from the dead or heard about it. What's, 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 I would love to talk to the guy that got Heidi Baker claims mul- multiple people raised from the dead, and my parents tell me about it. Where all the can time. I talk to them? Um, we might be able to get Heidi Baker on the podcast. No, no, no. I don't want Heidi Baker. The, the I want the, one of the people she they raised from the dead. That, I want to know what their experience. You know is what? Like. I will try to make that happen. I'm gonna ask. Uh, I want to see if this person is fully committed to the I was dead. I woke. You know. When I meet the Pope in August, I'll ask him if he knows anybody. He might know. If anyone does, it's probably him. Okay, so the, the miraculous... Anyways, uh, so fucking Mastinay's doing evil already. It's the, it's the same cycle as a million times before. Um, he rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had demolished. He also erected altars to the Baals and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. Dude, fucking how cool were the stars up at Hyatt Lake? Honestly, just fine. Just you were, fine? You were stoked on them, but they were okay. I got, dude, I woke up at 2 in the morning to take a pee. They were fucking amazing. Dude, there's a Bible verse that says, uh, to, God says to Abraham that he'll make his descendants more like numerous than the stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the sky, when you live in a city, it's like. It's like there's none. There's like, two, yeah, I can count them. There's like 15 stars. And then you're like, I know two Jewish families. Perfect. <laughs> Dead on, God. But then when you see him. Like, in, in nature, it's like, holy shit, that's a lot of Jews. You know? Yeah. How many stars do you think they see from Israel? All of them? Um, at least one on their flag. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he built a high place. He built altars to Baal. Uh, he built altars in the temple of the Lord, which the Lord has said my name and... Re- uh, he built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, "My name in, will my name will remain in Jerusalem forever." Dude, that is a step further than anyone else has ever gone. He went and built altars for other gods in God's temple, so it, so that his name would be whose name? The Lord's the name. The guy who's building it. Uh, Bassanet is I don't know. It's like 
I mean, so his name will remain. Is that the point of it? Is that what he's saying? The Lord had said, my name will remain. So God said, oh, okay. this is my fucking house. And he yeah. put other gods in God's house. That's a huge faux pas. It's like if you named like some kind of club and then someone else renamed the club, you'd yeah. be pretty pissed off. I'm, I'm like not pissed off. Like that, they'd be like, I don't, I'm, I'm not talking about, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just saying if you had a club and someone renamed it, you'd be like, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's about how mad God is right yeah, now. Right now. <laughs> In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry hosts. So I think that means like astrology. He's like that dumb. He's like one of those guys that believes in like signs and cancer and Taurus and Aquarius and things. Which which is true. What astrology? Well, the the astrological signs dictate who you are as a person. Really? I actually believe that somewhat. Do you know why? Why is that? It has to do with how I think how how we've constructed our society and where we set the dates for when people can and can enter school because because of that for sports everyone is born in the first three months yeah is a three it's a february march is it january february march or february march april i also read outliers oh what's that <laughs> outliers I don't, is, I don't read dude. Uh, outliers is the book where you heard about that idea yeah <laughs> so the signs are right they're like this is the kind of person Okay, but do you think do you think that could dictate obviously not person to person but as a generality manipulate your personality the time you were born since it structures how you have to exist in society yes and do you think that pattern could be observed by somebody and called something stupid like astrology no or do you think it's well because astrology too insignificant well astrology predates that kind of shit astrology predates fucking school and all that stuff astrology is like kind of an ancient practice it's an ancient pagan thing where they didn't really have dates for entering school you know fair point i guess you'd have to structure stuff by like the times of the year the crop rotations and stuff like that if it was still true but but it does matter let's say like if you're born on january 1st and a guy's another guy's born on december 31st you're in the same year you're essentially a whole year older than that person in size strength, yeah that's a, that's brain what I mean. development so it's going to make you they're going to be like you could probably i don't know if this is true because i never read an astrology thing but they'd be like the people in later in the year would have more like personality traits and say more like timid less and the people earlier would be like outgoing and because you know how they say the it's pot, I mean, you're making a pretty good case. You're, you're, this is the first and only good case I've heard for astrology. Now, I don't know if any of that is actually accurate, if that's how they perceive it. But I know they predict your personality. The interesting thing, to, uh, I, I mean, continuing on the same subject, is that so if you start to do well early in life, you get put in the best programs, and then you mm-hmm. get better coaching, better teaching, better it's a, whatever. It's a snowball effect, yeah. for sure. So, like, that poor kid born on December 31st, is a year behind and then doesn't make the team because he's that much, you know. Yeah, early on. And then he's always smaller than everyone and people don't like that in And sports. then even when he's 18, so 18, he grows up to be the basically the same, equally good, but he didn't get the good, best coaches. He wasn't in all the best programs. Yep. He, people don't know who the fuck he is. That's why you got to f- start fucking, I guess, in uh, May sometime. Of know? course. Dude, legit. If I, if I was going to have a baby anytime, like it, between, let's say, September and the end of the year, mm-hmm. so... I, maybe even maybe even fucking August. The last I would do a home birth and not declare that fucking thing, and I'd be like, 
Yeah, he was born. Uh, he's a huge baby. He was born two weeks ago. That's actually a good idea. You'd fucking have to. For your kid's sake. Yeah, and then he would be a year and a half older than all the kids. Oh, then he's crushing them, dude. That's like what they do with, uh, when they get, like, some immigrants in the... Yeah, Zary. My brother's friend Zary was just, like, they didn't know his age, so they put him in school. And by the time he was in, like, grade 11, we're like, this guy's a full-blown adult. (laughs) He's way bigger than us. (laughs) Yeah. And some of those get by in sports. I don't know if you've ever seen some of the Little League dudes. Or they're just, like... They're 12, but they look like a 20-year-old man with a mustache, and you're like, oh, okay. Dude, how about this? When I was in grade 10, there was Something a guy. fucky here. There was a guy on my rugby team. Uh, he came back to school to finish his high school. He never finished. He was like 23. And you he can just do that? I don't think it was allowed, but he played on our team and, like, killed little kids. Lance. That's insane. <laughs> you could, so he came back to finish high school in school? Uh, he played on our team. And I knew it was because he was finishing school. I think he went to class. You know what? I think I read this once. I think the amount, the year gap that they allow, I think it's exactly that. I think it's five years outside of high school. You can come back to school. Otherwise, you have to do a GED type program. Dude, if I fucking knew that, I would have went back for one more year at 23 years old and just stomped fucking 17, 18-year-old kids. Do you know how I know that? Because I I constantly have dreams about hockey where I have to go back to high school or college somehow. Does this have anything to do with your complex of your brain? What do you mean? You peaked in high school? Yeah. No, I didn't get to. (laughs) I didn't get to, really, is what it is. Yeah. So it's like I never – I quit hockey after, but I was like, if, what if I had kept going? So it's all these – I'm older, but now I'm in university as like an older guy, but younger. Like, And I remember – look, I had a dream so many times. I, I looked it up, and I think it's five years. Five years. Yeah. All right, back to the Bible so, here. Can't do it. Because I was like, university can kind of be any age. What the fuck is a university athlete? But I think there's a, there's a specific – there's got to be an age. After, but it might be up to 25 or something. When you're, tw- I don't think it's really an advantage to be like 29 against 20-year-olds. I mean, it might it be. It is. A, okay, it is. Fine. But like there's 20-year-olds in the NFL that fucking light it up. Yeah, but I, I think your peak years, they say, are somewhere in your late 20s because you peak physically in your early 20s. And, and you have the you, experience. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, still, you can, it's, not, it's not like going back to high school. No, that's insane. A 23-year-old trucking 15-year-olds <laughs> in rugby? is is it, I can't believe they let that happen. I couldn't believe it either. He's technically I, I, enrolled. I thought it wasn't fair. But he, he also, like, he was obviously a good player because he's 23, but he wasn't the best player on the team. That kind of sucks. <laughs> I'm know. not going to lie. That would hurt. <laughs> he wore cargo shorts. He didn't wear rugby shorts. He's one of those guys. Uh, okay. Here we are. Back to the Bible. Verse 5. Did he buy beer for you guys? I was in grade 10, so no. Oh. That was the grade 12 team. Oh, okay. In both courts of the t- of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to the starry hosts. He sacrificed his sons in the fire of the valley of Ben-Himnon, Hinnom, practicing sorcery, divin- divination, witchcraft, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord in provoking him to anger. That's pretty much as bad as you can get. He burned his own sons alive, dude. Because Cause he wanted good things to happen. And you know you have to sacrifice. God, even the God of the Bible, demands blood sacrifice. That's what the blood of the Lamb, Jesus' blood needed to be shed. God wants blood. Mm-hmm. Okay? But most of the time we put that evil into an animal and kill it. Yeah. 
that's what God's God. Because you can transfer your evil. It's in fact onto an animal. God's somehow. like, don't kill you. He tells Abraham to kill his son, and then it was like, holy shit, that was crazy. You were actually gonna do that. You're nuts. Um, oh my God, damn it. I heard a different version of this, but I have to look it up. That uh, it was actually Satan that stopped Abraham from killing his son, and then they later changed it to God because <laughs> it looked no insane. No fucking yeah. way. And it looked insane the other way. Satan was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? But I, I, I don't. I, I just heard that on a podcast a while ago, and I, it just popped into my head, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Um. So, okay, yeah, killing your dude, but yeah, so blood sacrifice god demands it and he takes it one step further he's like if we're killing animals and we're getting this results like it hasn't rained in two months i'm i'm one-upping this we're, we're burning my kids alive plus he's a little shit and i've been threatening to do it and he's does, and he's been calling my bluff and it's time <laughs> to set this back in up. the day like you keep on you keep on acting up like this god's gonna sacrifice you no no no, no, no. hang on god did not sacrifice him i will sacrifice you to god oh yeah God didn't demand this. No, no, no. He's not even claiming God demanded him to sacrifice I his kids. I will set you on fire. Is he doing it? Or I will set you on fire like a charcoal briquette. Would they? Would the? Would the Christian? Your little Jew prayer locks will make great kindling. <laughs> would uh, Would the Christians say that that is he was doing that to the other gods he worships? What do you mean? Because he built altars to other gods and yes, God's Yes, of land, course. Right? Yeah, th that's great so evil in the eyes of the Lord. So they're saying the burning of his kids, would that be too... It was terrible. God was pissed about that. Even though God wants blood the whole mm -hmm. time. And God sacrificed his son, which is him. Yeah. Which is his son. Which is what this guy's doing. Yeah, exactly. But God. He actually off. did it first. God copied him later. <laughs> He's like, don't... That's why God didn't want you to do it. He's like, look, it's my big Dude, finale. Dude, I'm saving this. It's my big You're finale. You're blowing it. Ah. <laughs> uh, and he did it. It's like being a comic in the audience yelling at your punchlines. You're like, shut the fuck up. How dumb, how dumb is it that God demanded... How many animals have been killed so far? Just rough estimate. Just throw a number out there. Uh, 30 million. Okay. I would say that's probably almost dead on. Um, all of that. All that, like, I don't know, suffering. And God's like... Later, this is like a, a hilarious thing. Later, I'm going to kill my own son, which is me. Mm -hmm. And and he's not really going to die. He's going to come back. But I'm going to, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt pretty bad. And then I'm not going to require it anymore. So all this animal sacrifice is actually for nothing. It's actually been worthless. <laughs> the whole fact, time. Once I kill I myself. I just like the smell. <laughs> That's what he says. I just like barbecue. We, don't have, that, we don't have that up in heaven. It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I ba I banned it hastily on one night, and then I kind of regretted it. So I get you guys to do it all the time, so I can smell. <laughs> At least I could smell it up there. No, and also, he's got the lake of fire. Remember the lake of fire? People think the right below his throne. Yeah, it's it. So he's watching people burning alive all the time. He fucking loves it. That's another thing. People think hell is like because just pop culture is hell is down, heaven is up. Well, it is down. It's the below lake, him. The lake. Oh, fine. Well, the lake of fire is in front of the throne. God is watching that shit. In real time. It's got to be the Great Lake of Fire, honestly. It's, it's got to be pretty big. There's a lot of things in there. And he's probably enjoying the smell the whole time. So uh, he did much evil. In that. So he took, back to the Bible, verse 7. He took the carved image he had made and put it in God's temple, of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon, In this temple of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. So he's make, turning God into a liar, which God hates. 
even though he lies sometimes, but he's allowed because he's God. Uh, I will not again. Ma- I will not again make the feet of the Israelites. What the fuck? I will not again make the feet of the Israelites leave the land I assigned to your forefathers. If only they will so be he's careful. Like, I won't kick you out again. That if, was that was the last. Thing. If 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 only. They will be careful to do everything I've commanded concerning all the laws and decrees and ordinances given through Moses. So, I can you see what's about to happen here, Kyle? Uh, they don't follow the laws and decrees well, given down by Moses. And then, so what's going to happen They're after that? They're about to get fucked up. They're going to get kicked out. This is my favorite part as God. <laughs> now I get to fuck them up. But Massonet led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray. And so they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. Holy shit. Remember God condoned full-on genocide of many of these nations because mm-hmm. they did so much evil? And yep. Massonet just did more evil than all of them. Pretty bad. So? So he's about to get rain. Uh, what, what, what's the God punishment going to be? He's going to live till his late 70s and then die? 55 years he gets to live, yep. Does he really? Yeah, it said he was 12 and he reigned 55 years. Oh, that's good. So he lived a, a nice long life. It's So he reigned for 55 years. And he's burning birth? his kids, or putting up 12. temples, putting fucking, taking down God's name, putting other names up there. He's fucking raging and the whole time God's just like, oh, gritting his teeth. You'll get it one day. Here it comes. The Lord spoke to Massonet and his people, but they paid no attention. Could you imagine that? Ignoring God. Yeah, sorry, God. I'm on another call. No, no, no. I don't care. No, no, that's an interesting argument, but I'm going to wait for those other gods that I put those signs up in your house there. I'm going to wait for them. Uh, I have a messenger here. Who's it from? Yahweh. Tell him to fuck off. I'm sick of that fucking guy. (laughs) Imagine ignoring God. Like, just the concept of how insane that is. Uh, The Christians would say we do it all the time. That's, yeah, that is one of the most annoying things that Christians claim. Hey, Christians, prove it. Fucking prove it. That's the onus is on you, not on me. You're the one claiming God's talking, and I hear fucking nothing. We can do the same thing. I think we're ignoring Satan, and you guys are accepting him into his heart. I think Satan is disguising himself as God, and you are following him to the depths of hell. That's an interesting strategy. Um, I mean, you could just do that. You could do anything you want. I I think God God's everywhere. I think Satan's everywhere. And I think he's everywhere in your church, uh, Kyle. Everywhere in your vehicle, <laughs> Kyle. Obviously, I think he's in your heart. Most uh, I can see it. Here's the thing: I have the power to see Satan, and your heart is glowing with Satan's energy. So, Kyle, only God can be everywhere. God is omnipotent and omnipresent, and all powerful, and all good, and all knowing. Yeah, that's what Satan tells you. To, tells you, so you go to hell. Oh, man, that's fucking throwing me for, through a loop here. So the Lord spoke to Massonet and his people, but they paid no attention. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, who took Massonet. Remember the king of Assyria? Last chapter, proceeds Jerusalem, and then he went home yep. with uh, Hezekiah's daughter, according to the Assyrians, with Hezekiah's daughters a and a shitload of, of money. Yeah. And according to the Bible, uh, they just fucked off because the angel of death showed up, mm-hmm. which is a way cooler thing. I, on Like, if that's how you're going to... If you're, that's how you're going to paint a loss. <laughs> the angel of death showed up, fucked him up. We were losing pretty handily. <laughs> we were down in numbers. But we had, <laughs> we had one guy in our back pocket that we've been waiting for this whole time. Have you seen the movie Dogma? Yeah. 
Oh man, we should we should we should we should watch it again. It's so funny. That's the whole thing. No, Ben Affleck is the angel of death, and he has a gun, and he fucking shoots people all the time. Great movie. It, when, it, when Kevin Smith was on, he was on. Now he does movies with Nazi bratwurst sausages called Bratzies, and he needs to stop. I heard he stopped smoking weed finally, and thank God, because it ruined his fucking brain. For anyone that thinks weed doesn't affect your brain, watch. How do you think he came up with all the first ideas, Kyle, on didn't weed? didn't smoke weed. That's the thing. He didn't smoke weed till he was almost 40. All those movies he wrote about stoners, he observed about what a stoner would be like. That was his idea of what a stoner would be like. He never smoked weed. That fucking poser, man. So, if you want to, if you think weed doesn't rot your brain, watch Kevin Smith movies pre-weed, and then watch Kevin Smith movies post-weed. What what are post-weed Kevin Smith movies? Um, Tusk, which is actually pretty decent, but it was a horror movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen many Kevin Smith yoga movies. Yoga hosers. I haven't seen it. I, yeah, this I don't know why I brought Jane, it up. Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back Two, Clerks Three. Clerks 3 was terrible. Jane Shaw and Bob Strike Back 2. All those movies. Okay, so... The, uh, so the Lord brought against them an enemy commander the king of Assyria, who took Massinet prisoner, put a hook in his nose, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. Dope. Imagine getting dragged 600 miles by the fucking nose, Kyle. Couldn't. Literally. That's, they, that's what they used to do to slaves in some places. They could do that to me, dude. I'm a bull. I would fucking tow them. Uh, I you think, think you think you're pulling me? I'm pulling you. I don't think... I think that would hurt pretty bad, and you'd go wherever they tugged your little nose chain. No fucking way, dude. <laughs> I'm pulling them. Uh, so they took him to Babylon. In his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. So as you're getting dragged fucking from Jerusalem to Babylon mm-hmm. and how, how far that's modern day Jerusalem to fucking Iran where's fucking what's modern day Babylon I should we should know that that should be something I I know uh, we can't pause can we no don't worry about it we'll, we're speculating in the in the car cast yeah we're just yeah we're literally driving at like 70 kilometers an hour well miles an hour miles an hour just checking the map to make sure we're still going the right way we are it's the same fucking road the whole way down oh yeah we got uh, hang on 80 miles one hour 15 minutes um of all roadcast for you you've liked this so far this mediocre cast we're giving you another hour and 15 (laughs) are we doing the whole we're not doing the whole fucking thing (laughs) i was like i i'm out of ideas guy (laughs) um in his distress, so he, I don't know. Imagine he lives, he's burning his children alive, to, taking down all the shit, and then he gets taken away. He's like, uh. He's wilding out, dude. He's what? He just partied too hard. He's just wilding out. Oh, and so they fucking put him in jail, and now he's sober. He's like, I. He's like, I fucked, fucked up. up. Did I kill my kids? <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was blackout. It was a blackout experiment. Dude, I swear to God, I don't remember a thing. My kids are dead? Fuck. My wife is going to kill me. You did it again? You ended up in chains being dragged to Syria? Again? Our kids are dead again? Rock bottom. And then you got to kill your wife and start over because she'll never for fucking forgive you for that. They never get over it. They never get over stuff. Look at all those oil rigs, Kyle. Did you know that there was that many oil rigs in California? I did not. 
There must be fucking a hundred oil rigs right there. Let's go throw avocados at him, see what wins. <laughs> Kyle's so mad we didn't get seven avocados for a dollar. I am mad. There was seven avocados for a dollar, and you know what? It was on the freeway, and I didn't think in time. Because you really got to slam on the brakes at these roadside attractions. You get a fucking half a second. And then as we were driving, I couldn't see. The problem is I couldn't see the avocados from the sign. And I was but like, when we were passing stop. the stand, they looked fucking delicious. I also said, as, as the navigator, I said we should stop. You did say that, but you said it a second before we were passing I said, it. we should stop. And then yeah. you're like, nah. You literally said no. And then you went, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Plus four kiwis for a dollar. You know how much I could go for four kiwis right now? How much? I mean four. <laughs> if you need a number, that's it. Do you eat them skin on like a fucking psycho or do you cut them in half and eat them with a spoon? I got to spoon it. I, I don't know. How, I'm sure it tastes fine with the skin on. No, it doesn't. It tastes. Well, here's it texture. If you're a texture person, it's like eating a small animal. It's like a fucking <laughs> leather fur with fucking spikes. So that doesn't bring you back to your childhood, dude? It does. It's it's actually sweeter than a small animal. <laughs> I don't who's not a texture person? Texture is like most of what makes food gross. See, that's why I don't like sucking flaccid dicks, but not hard dicks. And I just you don't, don't like, like the, the texture. I don't So I, I start sucking a flaccid dick and then the texture changes. And then you're like, "Ooh, I'm not gay. <laughs> what are you getting hard in my mouth, you yes. bag?" It, I just it's comforting to me because you can mush it you can swish it around like yeah like you're you know yes. washing your mouth sucking out with dick. a flaccid dick is comforting to me I just <laughs> like to do it before I go to sleep what are you getting hard in my mouth what are you gay <laughs> so I'm just trying to get the fucking full eight hours here and you're getting hard in my mouth giving me an uncomfortable texture it, it's like a stress ball thing except with your mouth you know mm. you just fucking Mush it around with your tongue. That's what I'm doing. Is that why you're letting me? <laughs> In his distress, he sought the uh, the favor of the Lord. Is this going to be distracting? The no, light. It's getting dark here, and I need totally a light fine. on. Uh, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. I think I don't think you humbled yourself. I think being dragged through the desert by <laughs> your nose. <laughs> Someone else humbled you at some point. Uh, I fucked up. Maybe. All right. I fucked up. Yep. I'll admit it. <laughs> I fucked up. Is this what you need me to say? You want me to say it? You're making me say it. <laughs> really, God? You're going to make me say it? All right. I'm sorry. I guess I'm sorry. I'm I guess sorry. I'm sorry I worshiped other gods. So, and prayed to him. And the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. Or, I mean, another angle of this is like, finally, you had enough. You had enough, you little piece of shit. Uncle! Uncle! Yeah. And he's like, he really seems like that hurts. I actually shouldn't have done that so bad. That was pretty That was pretty ex ex extreme, getting him dragged all the way to fucking Syria. Obviously, the only pain this guy understands is self-pain because he felt feels nothing for murdering his children. Um, so, and... and Remember, he's done more evil than anyone before the Israelites before him. Quote, unquote. Um, I will not... Uh, where? But, but by evil, God really just means worshipping other gods more. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger. He carved images, blah, 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 in the temple. Uh, so he defaced the temple, and he... Uh, I guess he didn't like it when he killed his kids this yeah. time. 
Yeah. But Massene led Judah and the people of Jerusalem to pray. So they did more evil than the nations that the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. He's literally the worst. He's the worst. He's worse than anyone. God's bad at everybody, right? The Amalekites, the Philistines, the Canaanites. He made the Amalekites complete genocide, right? Yep. Except they showed up a few chapters later, but apparently they were completely genocided. Canaanites, slaves, Philistines, constant war. He's done more than that. And then he says, sorry. And God's like, you know what? I'm going to listen to you. What do you mean? He's still on the chain, no? And the Lord listened to and was uh, was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Massenet knew that the Lord was God. How did any of this happen, you ask? Yada, yada, yada. We're just going to skip over that. The king of Jerusalem taken by the Assyrians to Babylon. That's what it says, right? Yeah. They, yeah. With bronze shackles. They, I think they gave him the nice chains by the way it says bronze shackles like he didn't get like he's a king Give well, it's, him. it's a softer metal you know it's easier on the wrist <laughs> and he's and I, I mean what's real life real life probably he was ransomed they had to pay a fuck ton of money Give him all the dot like he was like yeah i actually don't know if you hate your king and he gets captured you just go all right new king. it doesn't say that he was hated it just says that oh. he did evil and he oh, let, okay and all it says he led the people of it it seems like they were down. They were like, yeah, put up the Asherah poles. I love Baal. It seems a little insane to sacrifice your kids, unless you think of him as a politician doing anything he can to get elected. Here's what I'm willing to do for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So these gods require sacrifice. Bring out my kids. I'm doing it for you. Who's, who's to say I'm not willing to do not willing to do anything for his people. <laughs> Oh, my daughter's so hot. If she wasn't my daughter, I'd fuck her. What? Donald Trump. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> that had nothing to do. Wanting to fuck your daughter, you're not sacrificing anything for anybody. You just want to bat your daughter. Well, and I understand that, Trump. We all want to bat your daughter. Afterward, he rebuilt the outer wall of the city of David. Uh, west of the Gihon Spring in the valley far, as far as the entrance of the Fish Gate, also encircling the Hill of Ophel, he made it much higher. He stations military commanders in all fortifications in the cities of Judah. I mean, it sounds like they got fucked up on by Assyria, and then he got ransomed, and then he went back was like, we need bigger walls. We need bigger walls, fatter walls, yeah. more Why guys. Why do you need walls when God, when you just discovered God was protecting you the whole time? It doesn't, it really doesn't seem like God Weird. does much. No, 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 but you're like, God talked to you, you went, fuck you, whatever that voice is in the sky. And then he was like, okay, now you're in chains, how about now? <laughs> and then you're like, you know what, I'm so sorry, and then you begged for forgiveness, and then you went back, we need to put walls up to get keep this fucking God guy out of here. <laughs> no, the Assyrians. Oh, right, right, right. Because God doesn't actually do anything <laughs> no he got rid I of all forgetting god does nothing he got rid of all the foreign gods and removed the image from the temple of the lord as well as the altars he had built on the temple hill in jerusalem and he threw them out of the city then he restored the altar of the lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings and thank offerings on it and told judah to serve the lord the god of israel the people however continued to sacrifice at the high places but only to the lord their god I don't know if that's good or bad. It sounds bad. I mean, the high places is, is uh, that's everyone knows the higher you go, the closer you are to God. That's where Moses, even had to go though talk he's to him. everywhere all the time. 
Well, Moses always had to go to the top of the mountain. He said, "Come up here and talk to me." The acoustics are better in heaven. I'm trying. I'm I'm sick of yelling. Come a little closer. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my voice up here. <laughs> uh, it says the people, however, continued to sacrifice, as as in like, eh, however, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that's just God. At the, <laughs> making go to the top of the mountain sounds like old Jewish man thing. You gotta come closer. I'm losing my voice with all the yelling. <laughs> Mastinate. All right. Uh, the other event. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. That's ambiguously bad, I think, that they continued to worship up there. The other events of Mastinate's reign, including his prayer to his God and the words the seer spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, are written in the annals of the kings of Israel. His prayer and how God was moved by his entreaty as well as his sins and all the unfaithfulness and the sites where he built the high places and set up Asherah poles and idols before he humbled himself, all written in the records of the seers. So none of that, all that shit, yep. we, don't, we don't know any of it. Just trust us, it was there, it happened. Uh, Mastanay rested with his father and was buried in the palace and Ammon, his son, succeeded him as king. Do you think... What do you think about this? Is he a good guy at the end of that? Is, like, is that I a mean, redemption I mean, story? For his people? Sorry, I'm trying to drive and listen to you at the same time. What happened at the end? I hear what you're saying. So at the end, but he... It's hard for me to take it in. He took down all the things. He restored the altars of yeah, the Lord. And he took uh, the other the, names out. Okay. The people, however, continued to worship in high places, but to the Lord. So it's as if they worshiped to God the way they worshiped to the other. Like they they took rituals. So they were doing the same rituals, but they were going, but this but this is for your God. And God hates that, but he's, I don't know. But he's willing to accept it in this circumstance, even though he's all powerful. It's like if you pray wrong. I think Catholics have like certain prayers and you have to like pray a certain way. It's like, and then God will hear you, I guess. But if you pray wrong, does God still hear you? It's interesting. I don't know. And then doesn't he hear everything, but then it says, um, you know, all the stuff that he actually did and his entreaties and how God was moved by it. It's written in another book. So don't worry about that. I thought he did the worst things ever out of anybody. Yeah, he was the worst out of all time. But But then then he he said, sorry, he did a full WWF heel turn. Yes, but all that is written in some other books, so we don't get to hear it. Just trust us. But what I was asking you is, at the end of the day, is he a good like? Is that is he a good guy or a bad guy? Seems like a good guy by the end of his life. Because so we don't really. Well, I don't know. He killed his fucking kids. So really, if if they were willing to pay ransom for their king to get him back, he, how bad could he have been? He seemed to be liked by the people. At least they were stoked. All right, so. Uh, verse 21, Ammon was 22 years old when he became king. That's the son of Massene, if you weren't listening. Uh, he reigned in Jerusalem two years and did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So Ammon obviously was not burned alive, but he saw his brothers burned alive because <laughs> that's what the fuck so it just he said. he survived. Yeah, he's a, one of the surviving sons of Massene. And so he watched his siblings being sacrificed to a god. I mean, presumably, maybe he wasn't born yet, but I would presume he's 22 years old when he became king. That means his dad, who was 12 when he became king and reigned 55 years. So uh, so seven, maybe they did burn his older siblings then. 67. So his he would have been 40. Massonet would have been 40, what? 
if you died at 67 and Mastodon was 22, 67 45. minus 45. So 45 years old. I would imagine he did see his brothers burned alive. Yeah, his older sibling. No, no, no. I think those would have been his older siblings. Yeah. Then. So he wouldn't have seen them. He was born after. So he killed he his He could kids. have been alive and just seen his brothers burned. I mean, he would have been younger, though. He would have been a younger brother that watched his older brothers get burned. I think the probability is the guy, right, fucking killed his kids, worshipped the devil, got dragged into the desert, and went, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I got to restart this. Okay, new kids. We're doing new kids. I promise no sacrificing this time. I mean, he would have heard about it, though. That shit is not... You know what your dad did to your brothers before you were born? Oh, could you imagine getting in trouble? Maybe it's exact opposite. He feels so bad for the first, and he gives this little fucker everything. Well, this so this guy doesn't do much. Like, he's 22 years old. He's only reigns two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, Don't as, they all? As his father Massinet had done, Ammon worshipped and offered sacrifices to all the idols Massinet had made. But unlike his father, he did not humble himself before the Lord. Ammon increased his guilt. He only had two years. He only had two years to do bad shit. Yeah, God didn't give him very much rope uh, on this one. Gave his dad a lot. <laughs> but he, God knew he's going to totally redeem himself. <laughs> and it would be a great story that we don't get to hear. It's written in some other book. <laughs> the redemption part we leave out of the Bible. Uh, Ammon Amarth's... Ammon's... What? Ammon Amarth? Ammon's officials... You know what I'm thinking about. Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated him in, in his palace... Then the people of the land killed all who had plotted against King Ammon, and then they made Josiah his son king in his place. This is fucking great, Kyle. Um, obviously, that so his officials killed him, and then the people killed the people who killed him. So he must have been well-liked. You have to assume that Ammon and his dad Massenet were men of the people. It really seems like it. And then Josiah, guess how old Josiah is when he becomes king? Uh, eight. Wow. Did you know that? No. Good guess. He's Josiah was eight years old when oh, he Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. Imagine an eight-year-old king. Do you know any eight-year-olds in your life? I, uh, I do, yes. What are they like? Uh, they're dumb kids. Imagine that guy has the power to just point at people and be like, kill that motherfucker. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly imagine that. They're I don't, fucking psychos. I also don't think that that's how it worked. They, there was definitely handlers that were doing stuff. Well, it's easy to talk a kid. It's easy to talk an eight-year-old into believing anything. So the handler goes, "Don't you think this would be a good idea?" And kids just go, "Yeah." If you go, "Should we do this?" to a kid, they just say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't ever go no. Yeah, my nephew. Hey, he, do you want to go do? You hype it up. You go, "Hey, do you want to go do this thing?" And they go, "Yeah." Because <laughs> they're fucking dumb. They don't even know what anything is. But he's the king, and God wants him to be yeah, king. Yeah, exactly. I was like. I, apparently, for the hockey thing, someone came up to me and my dad, like, outside, just kind of running around like a lunatic with energy, and they're like, You're, he should be in hockey. And then they went, hey, Kyle, do you want to play hockey? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> and I didn't have any fucking idea what that was. So, well, with your kid, you don't know, yeah, like you just said, you don't know anything, yeah. and you don't want to miss out on anything. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's no, do it. No, you want every new experience. Right? But that's, it's not a bad thing. It's when do you start saying no? I mean, you start saying no at like two. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a phase, like two to four. I think you just say two to three or something like that. You just start saying, you learn no. 
and then you just start saying it all the time. Parents are trying to not say no in front of their kids, and it never works. They always what the fuck? They always, yeah, they try not to say no, so the kids don't get into the the no phase of where they just start saying no for that's, everything. That's an insane proposition. How do you not? How do you? never use a negative not that not never to use a negative not use the word no so you'll explain yourself instead of saying just no you'll be like we can't do that because of this or not we're gonna have to do that tomorrow instead of today you just do that instead of just going no no I, I mean that's one of my favorite things to do in the world is my roommate who has who wants to, things to go a certain way mm-hmm. and she's got a lot of good reasons why it should go that way and it's, let's say it's like, you want to go floating down the channel and she'll have every excuse. I have a ride. Mm-hmm. I have, it's a fun thing. I have a ride. There's fun people going, you know, I've, I've taken care of everything. And then I just go, no. And I, I, no, I don't want to. And then her brain's short circuits because <laughs> that's the only thing she can't have an excuse or a reason, like a, a, a workaround, you know? You know, in this metaphor, you're the toddler. Yeah, I know. It's my favorite thing to do to her. <laughs> to be a toddler. Well, yeah. off, if I don't want to do something, yeah. more like it's like, do you want to go to the grocery store with me? And I don't want to go at all. You want to go to Costco? And it's like, I'll buy you this. We can get this. So and so is going to be there. Da 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 da. We can listen to your music. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I uh, want to. I want to jerk off and eat fruit chews yeah, in my you, room while you're gone. <laughs> I need some alone time. I was. <laughs> Oh my God! We just—I I should post the picture of that garbage can in your room. It's fucking insane. I don't know if I ever talked about that, but it's filled to the top with Welch's, with Welch's fruit juice snacks that they give in kids lunches. Filled to the top, yeah, of a paper waste basket, a standard metal one, and then sprinkled in between the Welch's. That wasn't is your cum fucking, Kleenex. That's okay. You're a retard. That's just normal Kleenex. I come in my shorts like an animal. I no, never use Kleenex, so that's not what it was. You, Yes, I do. And I sleep in it. Oh! No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit that. Oh, my God, I'm sick dude. of you telling everybody there was cum fucking Kleenex in there. It looked like jizz Kleenex. No, it was a normal Kleenex. Snot also hardens like yeah, Kleenex. I understand that. I never fucking do that. I just said the funnier one. Okay, well, I never do that. That's way worse. You okay, yeah, I'll admit that. Jizz? Oh, my God. Don't admit that. You are a fucking animal. I was like, jerk it off in your shorts. That's not that bad. I thought you meant like jerking off of them and then chucking them in the wastebasket. No. That's gross. I just go to sleep. That's why your room smells like that's why your fucking smell clothes smell like that. No, they smell because I work, Kyle. I have a job where I fucking lift fridges all day. Your room smells pretty bad. Yeah, it smells like BO. And jizz. Alright. It cannot if you're just sleeping in your wet jizz. Whatever. That that is a shocking revelation. That I honestly wish you didn't share with me. Well, I'm sick of you telling I'm riding everybody. A, I'm riding, I'm, by the way, I'm riding in a car right now for a month with jizz underwear guy. <laughs> so that's a revelation that just came upon me right now. And then I'm trapped. No, it came jizz. upon myself. It came upon <laughs> I got to prevent it from coming on me for another month straight. God damn. Now you're going to be making up that it smells like jizz all the time. Well, I'm going to be noticing. I feel like I'm going to be noticing that that... Is what I smell. I'm a fucking saint, Kyle. I never jerk off. I only jerk off after I do cocaine. <laughs> dude, on, on road trips, you got to become a Buddhist, dude. I am a Buddhist. I haven't done it yet. Me neither. Game on. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> All right. We'll see you can go the longest. 
Yes. That's not a fun game, but it's, yeah, we yeah, should it do is it. a we fun should, game. We should do it. Okay, I mean, Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor. It's just, this is just like that Seinfeld. I love Kramer comes right back. I'm out of the contest. I'm out. Oh. Hopefully, we don't see some uh, hot chicks getting naked at the next campsite we're in. I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is totally going to happen. Kyle's fucking fiending to talk to girls, and I'm just like, uh, pretty girls make graves, Kyle. Okay, uh, where were we? Josiah, he did was, so he's eight, and he reigned 31 years. So he's going to be 39 when he dies. 39, but he still looks young. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, 16, he began to seek God, the God of his father David. In the twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, Asherah poles, carved idols, and cast images. Under directions, uh, under his direction, the altars of Baal were torn down. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them. The the what altars? The incense altars. Okay. Um. Uh, that were above them, and smashed the Asherah poles, the idols, and the images. These he broke to pieces and scattered over the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. That's a little bit of poetic justice right there. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars. Wow, that's fucking hardcore. So the priests who were worshipping these other guys, he dug them up and burned their bones. At their own altars? Yeah. And so I guess that's what God wants. And so he purged Judah and Jerusalem in the towns of Massonet, Ephraim, and Simeon, as far as Naphtali, and in the ruins around them. He tore down the altars and astral poles and crushed the idols to powder and cut... They're really thorough of how well he did this. And, uh, and cut the pieces of... And cut to pieces all the incense altars throughout Israel. Then he went back to Jerusalem. In the 18th year of Josiah's reign, to purify the land and the temple, he sent... Uh, Shaphan, son of uh, Azelia, and Masaiah, the ruler of the city, with Joah, son of Johaz, the recorder, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. How many generations has it been since Solomon? Like 15? I guess they're due for some repairs. You have no idea. Then he went to Hilika, Hil- 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 Hilkiah, the high priest, and gave him the money that had been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the Levites, who were the doorkeepers, had collected from the people of Massonet. That's hilarious. They got fucking bouncers collecting fucking cover at the temple of the Lord. Dope. I feel like you're... Uh, what, what was the cover? It doesn't say how much it was, but he went and got all that money. <laughs> okay. I feel like we're getting into the city and you're v- way more focused on driving. Yeah. I think it's we a little should... tough. We'll call it here. Um... You can read next week. Well, or not? Yeah, next week. I guess next we'll week. we'll listen to uh, we'll hear about what Josiah. Josiah is one of the most famous kings of Israel, and he does a bunch of stuff. Oh, and go to the the Bible Beaters Instagram if you want to see our trip. We'll be updating photos. It hasn't been updated in four years. No, but we're it's but we're going through now. We just took a sick picture today. Resurrected. It's a pretty cool pic of us in front of a cross made of computer screens. So. The guy that saw Caleb's shirt was apparently pretty choked. <laughs> I'm wearing my Christians for the Christians to the lions. To the lions, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks for listening, dildos. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you much sooner on the Patreon uh, if you want to sign up for that. 
Uh, go to patreon.com, Biblebeaters. Forward slash Biblebeaters. If you want to send an email. Uh, send an email to. Biblebeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. With, uh, if you have uh, just any comments or if you want us to read something. I don't even remember what the emails are for. They were supposed to be for dreams and shit, but we've kind of abandoned that. We, get, we I did, That was one suggestion. Yeah. And people did send some dreams. Yeah, so send your, if you got a question that you ought to ask us. I'm biblical interpretations of dreams. I can also run it by my <laughs> mother, who talks directly to God yeah. and interprets dreams on her website. <laughs> uh, what's Her it? website, patreon.com forward slash Bible. I think it's called Shiloh, uh, Shiloh Prophecy or Shiloh. And if you want. Shi- no, it's called the Shiloh Company. If you want online Bible prophecy school, that's where you go. And if you want your dreams interpreted by uh, an uh, accredited astrologist. Uh, accredited? Go- yep. By who? Uh, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. But go to John Murray Astrology. I don't know if. What? I don't, Are know, you if I I don't know if I should say his name out loud like that. But through like. My uncle, Chad's stepdad, <laughs> is a, he has a website. No fucking way. Yes, he does. Where he does astrology readings for like dreams and shit so you could we can we can oh my god we can pit your mom against him that would be fucking fantastic if, if we could actually he would absolutely do it even though he probably knows i'm trolling him a little bit that would be so my yeah. my mom would not do it but what, what my mom would do is if you if you got him to do interpretive dream i could get my mom to do it i would just say i had this dream what do you think it means that's yeah that's awesome and then we could compare notes on what they think. That's a great idea. I, c- I could I could probably make that happen. All right. All well, right. Stay tuned. Later, dipshits. Dun, 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 dun. I'll be your savior. <laughs> You'll freaking do the sheets. Kneel down and witness this immaculate erection, baby.